The MLB Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $10 at WinBet and get 200 bucks in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by Coors Light. Get Mountain Cold Refreshment delivered straight to your door via Drizzly or Instacart by going to coorslight.com slash SGP. That's coorslight.com slash SGP. We're brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. Head over to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app. And we're brought to you by Stable Duel. Stable Duel is a horse racing DFS app where you can play free and paid games for real cash prizes. You can win as much as $40,000 with one entry. Head over to StableDuel.com to get started today. And of course, make sure to download the SGP app, your home for all of our free picks and podcasts. Welcome everybody to the MLB Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Uh, my name is Malcolm Bamford, joining you from Newcastle, England, and from, is it somewhere in Maryland? I don't know. Is it uh, Dylan Rockford? Dylan, how are you doing? Hey, what's going on, Malcolm? I'm actually at my parents' home in New Jersey, traveling here for Easter weekend, but good to be here and uh, ready to talk some baseball. I did notice a little change in the uh, ambience of your surroundings there, Dylan. Yeah. Good times. Uh so, we get right into it. Um, I think the first thing we need to do, we'll get this out of the way, Dylan, let's do it. Uh, Wednesday night, we recorded a pod for the Thursday games, and we got it completely wrong. Uh, really, the <laughs> first, uh, the, the, the swing and a miss, um, four strikes, uh, we were out. I, in one second, sorry, it was three strikes, because we took the same dog, there was a double dog, um, the Baltimore Orioles we had uh, last night to win at the Brewers. And as you just mentioned off air to me, they teased us a little bit with the eighth inning rally, didn't they? Yeah, I thought they were going to pull off the upset. I had a couple of my buddies at the game. I was texting them like, hey, they're, they better pull this 165 underdog card for me. And uh, they teased us, like you said, in the eighth, and then they, they wind up losing the ninth. But... All around, I thought it was a good day. I went two and five. Uh, The dog didn't get there for me, but I got a nice plus price with Max Scherzer and the Mets. Uh, And right now I'm two and oh on the day. Mariners get home on a nice uh, bounce back win against the Sox. And I hit on the over with the Rays and the Athletics. So surprisingly enough, the Athletics have been swinging the bat. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've done exactly the same thing. Over on the Athletics game. And uh, the Mariners money line. So, uh, unbeknownst, we haven't we haven't talked about this, but yeah, I've done the exact the exact same thing as you. So, uh, the Cardinals game is getting uh, underway immediately uh, as we speak. So, I don't have a bet on that one, but I've got a I've got a DraftKings lineup on that. So, um, lockwise, um, I was never in it, and actually, I I was a bit <laughs> frustrated because I, I bet three last night. Um, one of which we both felt strong about, which was the New York Mets on the money line. Plus numbers mm. were Max Scherzer. And they did really well. At one point, they were up 9-1. They gave a few back, but I won the game 9-5. to um, The second one was your luck, which was the Cubs. And that was a bit unfortunate because in the first inning, um, 
Kyle Hendricks. He had a cold strike three. I yeah. On the, I don't know if it was Gamble or the batter before Gamble hit a three-run homer. Um, I think it was. It might have been on Gamble. Anyway, it. Was, I mean, it was bang on the outside corner. Uh, um, didn't call it, and all of a sudden you're three not on the very next pitch. You're three nothing down. Um, and after that, um, the, the Cubs never really got into the game. Um, no. Later on, I had the Astros against the Diamondbacks. And even though the D-backs were only one nothing up for a lot of the game and the Astros made it 1-1 in the eighth inning, I never, ever thought I was going to win that bet. It just never looked like I was going to win. The Astros just seemed really passive. Um, and yeah. I took them really on the, the strength of that lineup. It, it wasn't a full-strength lineup. Aledmus Diaz was in there, Chas McCormick. It was kind of a maybe a shadow or a, or a, or a not a rest day lineup, but um, give a few... Uh, guys at the off Jordan Alvarez had been feeling poorly I think um, but even we got to the top of the ninth uh, extra innings I never ever thought I was going to win that but I saw Kyle took a take in defensive swings which he's never really done before yeah so it was one of those nights and I've got the feeling after kind of a week now uh, into the season that I've come to a bit of a crossroads I think Dylan in that these first uh, slates of games. The first time through the order, we've been backing or laying teams and pitchers kind of on their reputation because we had nothing else to go on. A little bit of spring training, but what did he do last year? Uh, how do we think he's going to go this year? How do we project he's going to go this year? Uh, and now I think we need to get away from that. And or personally, um, only after one night, I'm almost certainly overreacting as well. Uh, <laughs> and start now that we've got a li- enough of a body of evidence to say, what are a team doing? Like you've just mentioned, that oh, we faded the A's every night and we keep saying they're a minor league lineup. Uh, they're scoring runs, they're swinging the bat, they've beaten Tampa Bay again tonight. Um, yeah. So yeah, it, personally, I think getting away from how I thought the season would go and how teams will go to actually how teams are performing. Do you think that's an accurate reflection or am I just talking rubbish? No, I agree 100%. I mean, early on, we like you said, we didn't really have much to go on besides spring training and last year's performance, or the second half at least. But now, maybe, like you mentioned, the Mets gave up a lot of runs in the second half. So maybe going forward or getting enough sample size for these starters, we, instead of looking at a full game and putting our fate in the bullpen's hand, maybe we look towards first five lines because I think we could get some value because some of the starters we're on the money with, but then the bullpen comes in and they, they screw the game for us. So maybe we look towards first fives going forward. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we're going to get to the uh, to the slate after one more little topic. Um, last night, the, the Clayton Kershaw thing, uh, perfect game going, pulled him. Uh, 80 pitches, was it, I think? Um, do you have a strong take on that? I know Twitter's been ablaze with it. Uh, what did you make yeah. of all that? Yeah, Twitter's been going crazy. Um, I mean, Dave Roberts did it back in 2016 when uh, with Rich Hill. He almost that was probably his only ever time to ever going to get a perfect game or a no hitter. So, uh, I feel for the player, but I I probably agree with the move. I if I was a Dodger fan, I would rather have him healthy down the stretch in October and get a World Series as opposed to a perfect game or a no-hitter. And there was no guarantee that he was going to continue that, down that trajectory. So I I know Dave Roberts is getting a lot of heat for taking him out, but 
I, I like the decision. What do you think? Well, this is the thing. Um, being uh, 4,000 miles away, and <laughs> I don't have a 35-year history, and then, uh, like, a parent's, a parent's history as well. If we're talking about football, if we're talking about Newcastle United, I have strong opinions about everything. And I've got all the opinions that my dad's passed down to me for 50 years before that. Um, this kind of thing in baseball, I couldn't care less. It just wouldn't come on my radar even a little bit. It means absolutely nothing to me. It's a little curiosity. I get baseball statistic driven. A lot like cricket, cricket uh, over here is... In, almost exists solely for the statisticians. Um, there's a huge part of it, um, almost to the detriment of the game sometimes. And I find baseball's a bit like that. But that I looked at it, I raised one eyebrow, and I just got on with the rest of my life. It made absolutely nothing to me. Uh, Noah, uh, Noah Benick, who uh, hosts uh, this show along with Moonaf, he put a huge uh, diatribe in the Slack channel before about it. Uh, and he said it just didn't affect me one little bit. So, yeah. Maybe I'm a little bit soulless. Um, but yeah, it didn't get on my radar one way or the other. Okay, let's move on to... We have uh, full state of games on Friday. Um, looking forward to them as well. Interesting. A lot of interesting games to handicap. And like I said uh, a minute or two ago, um, kind of feel at a crossroads with how, how we're handicapping these games now. We're getting from uh, conjecture into things that we have seen with our own eyes. Now, I haven't got my usual problem of getting the Mets uh, chronologically out of place because they are off first tomorrow. Um, they have a one ten Eastern first pitch time. It's their home opener. It's also Jackie Robinson day uh, tomorrow, so that'll be oh, exciting. Nice. That's always a fun bit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Mets home opener, then Jackie Robinson day, one ten Eastern, and they host the Diamondbacks. Uh, Chris Bassett, is on the mound for the New York Mets and Zach Davis uh, goes for the Diamondbacks. I will briefly uh, pull these odds up as well if I can. Um, yeah, usual the usual caveat supply here. We're we're over twenty four. Well, sorry, we're under twenty four hours out now. There's a couple of starting pitches that I've got um, TVD, but we can come to those later on. Uh, you might be able to fill in some blanks for me, Dylan. Uh, the Mets are strong favourites here. Minus 199. Uh, why don't we just make the minus 200, people? Uh, Arizona <laughs> plus 170. And the over or under is at eight and a half. Um, Chris Bassett pitched uh, last week against Washington. Uh, took, he got the win. Uh, so he's off the mark for the season. Six innings, three hits, no earned runs and eight Ks. Uh, outstanding performance, Chris Bassett. <clears throat> on his first start since joining from Oakland. Uh, Zach Davies went okay as well for uh, the D-backs. He pitched five innings, gave up two earned on four hits. He only struck out two against what at the time, or, well, even still now, was a fairly anemic San Diego uh, Padres lineup. Um, did you have any, any strong feelings about this one? Dylan. Yeah, so when the lines opened up, I was able to get a plus 120 on the Mets on the run line, and I love that. Even at win bet, I'm seeing at um, a plus 105. I still like that. 
Chris Bassett, like you said, he looked great in his first start. Now he's going up against a D-backs team who I think he could have even more success against. Last year, he went 2-0 against uh, the Diamondbacks, and hitters are only hitting a buck fifty off of him. So I think the bats continue for the Mets. They've come out these last couple of games. So I think coming back home on Jackie Robinson Day, I love it. I'm going to take the Mets on the run line. Well, I might try. I mean, this is probably backwards, but I'm going to hold this up. And what is... Oh, I've just pressed all the buttons by mistake. I uh, saw it, though. That said, did you see it? A big square yeah. box with the words Mets run line plus 120 next to it. Um, yeah, I just thought Met, the Mets have got a run differential of plus 15 uh, in the seven games. It's their home opener. The D-backs have only scored 15 runs in their six games. Um, Zach Davis um, was actually better on the road last year but still, I think that performance last week against San Diego was a bit of an outlier. Uh, his his road ERA was 4.83, uh, 4.85, whatever my writing says. So immediately this, this jumped off the page to me. Um, the Mets have been going along okay. Uh, a little bit of momentum, a little bit of enthusiasm with that home crowd, Jackie Robinson Day, etc. Yeah, and I think the Mets can put this to bed. Uh, pretty comprehensively. So, yeah, I absolutely concur with you. Plus 120 is an excellent price, uh, and we'll both co-sign off on that. Next up is... Oh, I just pressed all my buttons there. It, uh, Minnesota at Boston. Um, the pitchers are... Joe Ryan goes for the Minnesota Twins. Nick Pavetta uh, is on the hill for the Boston Red Sox. We have lines of the twin, both teams. In fact, it's a pick. It's a pick him. Minus 110 uh, for both teams. The over-under line lies at 10 and a half. Um, Joe Ryan pitched against Seattle last week. Uh, took the loss. Pitched four innings. Gave up only two earned runs on two hits. Walked four batters. Uh, something to watch. Uh, Nick Pavetta, 5.2 innings. Pitched four hits, four earned runs also. And three walks uh, at the New York Yankees. So, um, handicap this for us. Yeah, I actually made the Red Sox the minus 135 favorite. So, uh, I was able to get a plus 105 when it opened up. Even at a minus 105, I still like it. I still think there's value here with the Red Sox. Uh, like you said, Ryan uh, and Pavetta, they both struggled their first start of the season. But I think there's an opportunity for a bounce back, especially with Pavetta at home. The Twins, they've struggled, and they look mediocre, in my opinion, at the plate. And now they have to go on the road, take on a pretty good pitcher in Pavetta. I don't like the spot for the Twins, so I'm going to be on the Red Sox here on the money line. Well, Dylan, the people at home aren't going to believe this, but I have another box on this, and it says Boston plus 105 next to my notes here. Um, yeah, I like Boston to get some runs. Um, I think the over is high. Uh, possibly too high for me um, at 10 and a half. Yeah. Uh, but I do, and you're right, Minnesota were poor last year and people expected them to get better. But mediocre is a great way of describing how they've started this season. Um, so I'll consider Boston on the team total. Um, but yeah, just that Boston uh, money line for me. I don't think you need to overcomplicate this. And the Red Sox at plus 105 to beat the Minnesota Twins. Yeah, for the total as well. Uh, sorry, real quick. It opened up at yeah, 11. It. Now it's all the way down to 10 and a half. I set my line at a 9.1. So I, I concur as oh, well wow. on the under. on the under. 
Okay, then. Uh, good knowledge. Uh, Dylan's great at these uh, number over-under projections, runs, etc. So uh, make a note of these if Dylan spits them out for you. Uh, next, we have a 6.35 Eastern first pitch time. The Washington Nationals at the Pittsburgh Pirates. Uh, Eric Fetty goes mm-hmm. for Washington and Mitch Keller goes for Pittsburgh. I have lines of, it's another pretty much a pick. And we've got Washington minus 110 and Pittsburgh minus 108. So a negligible difference. The over under is set at nine. Uh, Eric Ferry pitched against the Mets last week. Uh, five innings, gave up two earned runs uh, on five hits and struck out five. Um, Mitch Keller pitched four innings, four earned runs, um, four Ks. I can't read my own right, honestly. Uh, yeah, I handicap Mitch Keller's 2021 home ERA. Do you want to have a guess at this, Dylan? We like a bit of trivia. Mitch Keller's 2021 home ERA was 670. Oh, nearly 791. Oh, I was. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you were. You didn't think he was even that bad. Um, and that was no. a 10 start. It wasn't a tiny sample size either. Um, for me, this was just two bad teams. Uh, they are two bad teams. Um, but Keller is pushing the envelope with bad uh, to to quite a large extent. So this was just a fade of Keller for me. Um, that 7.91 ERA, like I say, it wasn't a small sample size, so you can pretty much rely on him. Um, and then that's been going okay. They had, a, they had a nice win against the Braves, I think, yesterday. So Washington minus 20. Uh, another straightforward, minus 110, sorry. Uh, another straightforward pick for me. What did you think? Yeah, I'm going to double dip here. I like the Pirates. I made them the minus 109 favorite, and I like the under. I made the total eight and a half, and we're seeing nine and a half pop up. So I got the Pirates at even money at plus 100, but even at minus 105, I still like them. Um, Mitch Keller, he didn't have the best start. Uh, granted, it was against the Cardinals, who they have a really good lineup. And Eric Fetty, he pitched well against the Mets last week, so I guess that's why they kind of I saw them kind of open up as the favorite but at home the way the pirates have been swinging the bats I think I trust them a little more than the nationals so I'm going to be on the pirates here on the money line and I'm also going to be on the under okay good a departure uh, for us we we can come down on separate sides uh next is 6:40 eastern first pitch uh in Miami where the Philadelphia Phillies visit the Miami Marlins uh Zach Eflin Gets the start for the Phillies. And Pablo Lopez uh, goes for Miami. Uh, the lines are another one that you couldn't put a cigarette paper between them. Philly minus 108 uh, and Miami a minus 110. The over or under, as all these Miami games have been for the last week or so, is low. Uh, seven and a half is the number there. Uh, Zach Eflin's start last week, four innings. Uh, two hits allowed, no one runs, and three strikeouts against Oakland. Uh, Pablo Lopez, five innings pitched, three hits, one earned run, and six strikeouts against the Giants. What did you make of this, Dylan? Yeah, no real feel on this one for me. I did make the Marlins a minus 103 favorite. But until I start to see a little... I Actually, I do see a, a little plus money on the Phillies, but... Not not as much as I need to be on them. And as for the total, I made it a 7.6. So 
at a seven and a half, I think the number is spot on. I do like Pablo Lopez, which is why I made them the short favorite. Uh, but I don't know. I, I just can't be on them. This is going to be a pass. I'm not going to have action at this game. And I can't back the Phillies because I just saw them against the Mets and they've struggled at the plate. So I can't get behind the Phillies either. This is a stay away from me. Yeah, for me, Pablo Lopez was the key. Uh, I picked this earlier on. It was uh, plus 100. So uh, that was on the really early line that I get sort of 24 hours in advance. So um, last year, Zach Eflin's road ERA in seven starts was 5.12. Uh, in contrast, Pablo Lopez's home ERA was 2.34. Uh, so I do agree it'll be a low-scoring game. But at home... I think Pablo Lopez, what was plus 100, but even at minus 110, um, I think Miami behind that. They haven't had the best start. I think they're one and four. But I think behind uh, one of their best pitchers, I think they can get a win. So it's another another money line pick for me. I'm sticking uh, fairly straightforward so far. I was going to take Miami at plus 100. Uh, next up, we go to New York, the New York Yankees. Um, what time is this tomorrow? Uh, 7.05 there we go 7.05 Eastern uh, the New York Yankees against the Baltimore Orioles um, MLB.com have this as a TBD but I've got Jordan Montgomery uh, going for the New York Yankees uh, Baltimore's Jordan Lyles uh, Jordan Montgomery does that sound right to you Dylan? yeah that's what I got okay cool we can carry on then um, the lines are New York at minus 200 uh, Baltimore at plus 170 and the over under at nine and a half. Uh, Montgomery was hit by a comeback against Boston on Sunday. Um, I think he tried to carry on, had to come out of the game, but a um, little bit of bruising, etc. But apparently, he will be okay uh, to make this start. Uh, be something just to keep an eye on, though, if he has any discomfort. Pitched uh, 3.1 innings before he was hit last week, gave up four hits, three earned runs, struck out four. Um, uh, Jordan Lyles pitched against Tampa Bay in his first turn through last week. Pitched five innings, gave up seven hits, five earned runs, only struck out two. Um, Jordan Montgomery pitched three times last year against Baltimore. Uh, 22 innings he pitched. Uh, he only gave up three earned runs. I just didn't know really what to do with this because, yeah, New York will win when they Sorry, I can't say that. New York should win. They should win comfortably. Um, I think they'll cover the run line. Might be the only way to do it. Uh, you're, you're expecting Lyles to give up maybe four or five again. He gave up five last week. Um, maybe four or five again. Uh, minus 123. The over under I wasn't particularly convinced about because that relies on Baltimore scoring some runs. Um, so, yeah, it was a tricky one for this. It was quite an ugly game to handicap. Um, if I uh, If someone put a gun to my head, I'd say the Yankees on the run line. But other than that, I was uh, particularly uninspired by this, Dylan. Yeah, no official play for me here either. I made the Yankees a minus 180 favorite. So at $2, I, I even see some 210s out there. I can't be on them. And I needed a plus, at least a plus 185 to be on the Orioles. But you mentioned it. We can't trust this team either or bank on them to score some runs. We saw it last night, just teasing us in the eighth. So... 
it has to be a good spot for me to back the Orioles. And I don't think this is a good spot. I think the Yankees can win convincingly. So if you are able to grab the Yankees minus one and a half at a minus 120 or lower, that would be a take on for me. But as of right now, it's a no play for me. Okie doke. The NBA playoffs uh, just around the corner um, and the bracket challenge uh, is live on SGPN, uh, giving away $500. It's completely free to enter. Uh, so if you're into your NBA, even if you're not, why not go and tick the boxes? What have you got to lose? Uh, go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash NBA playoffs or hit the contest link in the SGPN app for your chance to win $500. Uh, next up, we have uh, the Oakland Athletics against the Toronto Blue Jays. Um, Dalton Jeffries uh, on the hill for Oakland. Uh, I've got Ross Stripling going uh, for the Blue Jays, even though I've got a TVD on MLB.com. You can correct me if I'm wrong, otherwise I'll crack on. Uh, Jeffries pitched um, five innings against uh, at Philly last week. Um, Got the win as well. Uh, He's off the mark, 1-0. Gave up two hits, uh, only struck out two in that five innings, but it was enough to get the dub. Uh, Ross Stripling's pitched two innings out with the pen so far. Um, the last of which actually was three days ago, the 10th. Uh, he walked three batters. He gave up two two earned on one hit against Texas. So a bit of an ugly out in there from Stripling. I don't know if there's going to be a bullpen day uh, or if Stripling can get, or maybe a, a, a starter piggyback. Um, maybe they might get two, three innings, uh, something like that out of him. So, yeah, a bit of an awkward one to handicap this. Uh, in terms of the lines, uh, we do have some Auckland to plus 175, uh, Toronto minus 206, and the over-unders at nine and a half. Uh, what did you make of this, Dylan? Yeah, I see a 180 over at Wimbet on the A's, and surprisingly enough, like we mentioned, the A's been swinging the bat, and they've cashed four times in the last five days as a plus 170 underdog. The pricing on this team has just been way off, and I think we're seeing that again here. So, of course, they're not better than the Blue Jays, I don't think. But at a plus 180, I think there's definitely a slim chance that they could upset the Blue Jays. So, why not? Give me the dog here. Give me the plus money with the A's. Like it. Uh, Dylan going a bit rogue, taking the plus money with the A's. Um, I um, got came down on the side of the overs here. Just because I didn't uh, trust either pitcher. Uh, Jeffries will have been delighted with that start last week, but I'm not sure that's particularly sustainable, especially against this uh, this hard-hitting Toronto Blue Jays lineup. And Ross Stripling, he, he makes my teeth itch a little bit. Uh, he, he, he tends to let me down. There's been a lot of talk about him for the last couple of years. Um, so I thought, and like you say uh, correctly, Oakland have been scoring. And I thought nine and a half was low. Um what were your what were your magic numbers on the on the totals, Dylan? Yeah, I made the total nine point eight. So out of nine and a half, I do like the over. Okay, so a slight one. Um, okay, so yeah, the the over nine and a half was for me, and uh, Dylan takes Oakland at the fancy price. Yeah, why not? Uh, next why not? is the Tampa Bay Rays at the Chicago White Sox. Um, that is a that that seven ten. Start uh, Eastern time. Uh, Drew Rasmussen 
uh, is on the hill tomorrow. Uh, I heard you and Munaf handicap him uh, last night for a game tonight. So they've been pushed back. Uh, the the Tampa Bay rotation and bullpen has been thrown into slight disarray um, by that Patino injury from the other night. So um, I don't know if this is the reason that Rasmussen's got pushed back. Uh, they take on the Chicago White Sox and Dylan Cease. Uh, the lines are plus 125 on the Tampa Bay Rays, minus 145 on the White Sox. The overall under is at eight and a half. Um, Drew Rasmussen pitched four innings against Baltimore last week. Uh, wasn't a great start. Gave up three hits, two and runs, only struck out three. Uh, Dylan Cease went okay, won his game, uh, pitched five innings, two hits, one earned run, and struck out eight. Uh, what was your reason of this game, Dylan? Yeah, I like this south side here at home. Uh, like you mentioned, Rays are trying out Drew Rasmussen, and he only went four innings last time against the Orioles, so I'm not too confident he'll last that long against a better team in the White Sox. I do like Dylan Cease, though. Great name, by the way. He went out against the Tigers, <laughs> And he was just striking and sitting these guys down. I think he continues to roll. Uh, the Rays, they used a lot of their bullpen today and with their loss against the A's. So I think they have problems scoring runs. And I, I just am more confident with the home team and the White Sox. I think they're more, even though both teams lost today, I'm more confident that the White Sox are going to have a bounce back than the Rays. So I like the White Sox. I'm going to take them on the money line at minus 132. Yeah, that's not a bad price at all. Um, I was Again, I was trying to find an angle in for this. Um, Rasmussen had seven starts on the road last year, pitched with 2.09 um, ERA. Uh, he didn't see the White Sox at all last year either, which I think is a little bit of a positive, particularly maybe first and second time through the order. Um, I agree with you on Dylan Cease, like him a lot. This um, this all led me towards the first five under, something you mentioned at the top of the show we might be looking to take. Or, uh, if we're going totally off script, uh, the no-run first inning. Because um, I think um, Rasmussen is going to pitch well um, and, I, and I trust Dylan Cease. So, um, yeah, I was looking at the looking at the, these bats being quiet early on. So, um, no-run first inning or a first five under uh, was my play in the Tampa Bay Rakes. And the White Sox, um, the MLB Gambling Podcast has a new sponsor here in Athletic Greens and their AG1 supplement. So what is it? With one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics and adaptogens to help you start your day, right? This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health nervous system, immune system, energy recovery, focus, and aging. All the things. It costs you less than $3 a day. You're investing in your health, and it's cheaper than your cold brew habit. AG1 supports better sleep and recovery. And Athletic Greens has over 7,000 five-star reviews. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash SGP. That is athleticgreens.com slash SGP to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Okay, next we head out to 
it's another 7-10 Eastern time. And uh, I like this game a lot. Uh, I will endeavour to watch this game. This appealed to me most on this day. Uh, the San Francisco Giants at the Cleveland Guardians. Uh, Carlos Rodon and Zach Plezak uh, are your two pitchers. Um, the lines are San Francisco are the favourites. Minus 153 on the money line. Uh, Cleveland plus 132. The overall under at eight and a half. Uh, Carlos Rodon pitched five innings against Miami last week. Struck out 12 batters. Um, yeah, 12 of the 15 men he sent down. He did so on strikes. Uh, three hits, one in front. Zach Plezak, uh, 5.2 innings pitched. Uh, only gave up three hits. Uh, struck out three in that Um in that game. Now, I was trying to dig through the numbers here again. What, what was my angle? Because this, Zach Pizak's a pitcher I like. Uh, I've had him in various fantasy teams for the last couple of years, waiting for a little breakout for him. Um, and I have Carlos Rodon in, in, in places this year as well. Um, Rodan had two bad starts at Cleveland last year when I went through his game log. Um, the... In fact, I was going to pick the game log up. Uh, Dylan, you say things a little minute. I'm going to get this uh, game log up. Yeah, I like the dog here. I did make the Giants the favorite, but only at a minus 130. So at a minus 155 and, or a minus 150, I'm seeing at Wayne Bed. there's no value on the Giants for me. But uh, getting a run and a half with the Guardians, I think has some value. I was able to grab a one and a half at minus 115. I love that play just because I believe in Zach Plezak. I think he's a very good starter. And I, he, went, he had a good start last week against the Royals, five scoreless innings. Carlos Rondon, he is good. Uh, but I think at home with the way the, gar the Guardians have been hitting, I think they can keep this game close. So I'll take the run and a half in my pocket with the Guardians. Yeah, so the, the 31st of May, Rodon pitched at Cleveland, um, gave up five earned runs. Uh, on nine hits um, over six innings. And da -da -da, there was another one earlier on as well, if I can track that down. Um, but yeah, he walked, in fact, he wasn't. The, the earned runs and hits weren't too bad, um, but he walked five batters. Uh, he, gave up, he gave up one earned run on three hits over five, um, but he walked five batters, which... By far, um, I mean, it starts either side of that. He, he walked uh, zero and one. Um, so five, five was the most he gave up last season. So he had two shaky starts um, at at Cleveland. Um, I do like, please, I, I've quite enjoyed how uh, the Cleveland Guardians have been going along as well uh, this season. The, the bats um, aren't as bad um, as we thought. They've scored 46 runs, in fact. Uh, so I went um, even braver than you, uh, taking Cleveland on the run line. I went Cleveland money line at plus one forty-five. Mm. I, I also don't think I think the Giants are going to end up being that middling team that we thought they were going to be last year. They, they obviously excelled themselves this year. There's going to be some regression to the mean, um, so I'm still not completely and utterly uh, sold on the San Francisco Giants. So I was happy to take Cleveland at home uh, at plus one forty-five. Okay, we love move it. on next. Yeah, good. A bit of an extravagant, that one. Uh, this next game, Dylan and I struggled with a starting pitcher for the Texas Rangers. Uh, did, did you have any luck with that? 
The Rangers? No, there was no lines when I was looking. I, yeah. I tried DraftKings. I tried Pinnacle. I tried WinBet. I, multiple books that I have, and I couldn't find anything. I made some lines, but I can't be too too confident in them, to be honest, because I need to see the opening lines, how the bookmakers are doing it. Yeah, that's fair enough. I'll give you the basics, and then we can uh, quickly move on, because, yeah, without the crucial information, we can't give you any anything else on this. It's a five-past-eight uh, first pitch, Eastern. Um, the LA Angels pitcher is Reed Detmers, and we have no info on the Texas Rangers pitcher. Uh, yeah, there's no lines at all. I can't find there's no lines on the books over here at all, but uh, without the Texas pitcher, that's not particularly surprising. Um, Reed Detmers for the Angels pitched four innings um, against Houston last week. Gave up two and runs on three hits, walked a couple and struck out three. So did okay. Um, saying that, he's, uh, he's not someone I even know an awful lot about, Reed Detmer, so I can't give you too much info on him. Um, so, yeah, look for lines near the day. If anything takes our fancy, he'll get tweeted out. But apart from that, uh, currently it's a no bet. Uh, so we will move along to something we can get our teeth into. Uh, an 8-10 start time uh, is the Detroit Tigers at the Kansas City Royals. Tarek Skubal uh, goes for Detroit and Brad Keller goes for the Kansas City Royals. I have lines of Detroit, a plus 120 uh, dogs on the money line. Uh, KC are minus 140. The over or under is at eight and a half. Uh, Tarek Skubal lost his uh, start last week, was the losing pitcher of record. Uh, pitched four innings. I gave up four earned runs on seven hits with three Ks. That was against the Chicago White Sox. Um, Brad Keller pitched six innings, uh, scoreless on two hits, uh, five strikeouts against the Guardians. Um, so Detroit Tigers against Kansas City, Scooble and Keller. Dylan? Yeah, uh, I'm... Mm-mm. Yeah, I was I was a light lean <laughs> on the Royals, a light lean on the Royals. Um, I needed a plus one twenty four in order to be on them. And Scooble, he he lost his first game against the White Sox, but I didn't think he looked that bad. The Tigers, they're going to need to score some runs, and they have been able to score some runs, especially at home. But they are on the road right now. But I think if they're if the bats continue to stay high, I think they can keep this one close. And this lineup, I, I think they're starting to get better each day with the Tigers. So, excuse yeah. me, I said the, I was on the Royals. I'm going to be on the Tigers in this spot. I like the Tigers at a plus money price. Yeah, fair enough. Um, I think you're right. The, the Tigers do seem to be heating up a little bit. Uh, I was pleased to see Akil Badu get his first uh, home because he'd started the season quite slowly. Uh, so certain fantasy teams of mine wanted Akil Badu. Um Brad Keller, for me, um, did pitch well last week, which I think maybe clouds this line a little bit because last year um, he had a 5.39 ERA for the season and a 1.66 whip. Uh, so Detroit are going to get those batters on and the likes of Javi Baez, Akil Badu, Robbie Grossman, if he's back, uh, they can steal some base and I think they could run this score up a little bit. Um, Scooble um, had 13 starts on the road last year uh, to a 5.55 ERA, which was a whole two points better, uh, better, worse, two points higher than his home ERA. So he did have some issues on the road. So I can see both teams scoring. I do like Detroit. Um, see, this may be a 6-3 or something. Uh, so Detroit over eight and a half. 
Um, what were your magic numbers did on the on the over under here? I do lean the over at eight and a half. That's why you see it juiced at minus one twenty. My line is eight point eight, so I do okay. like the over. Yeah, so not much in it. So yeah, the, the over uh, was the pick for me. Uh, next up, we have the St. Louis Cardinals at the Milwaukee Brewers, which is an eight ten Eastern first pitch. It is Miles Mikolas uh, on the hill for the St. Louis Cardinals. Uh, Freddie Peralta goes for the Brewers. The Cardinals are not on my screen. There they are. The Cardinals are plus 132. Uh, the Brewers are minus 153. Uh, good luck with that. Uh, overall under is at eight and a half. Uh Miles Mikolas pitched 3.2 innings uh, against Pittsburgh last week. Six hits, two earned runs, two walks, and only the one strikeout. Freddy Peralta only managed four innings uh, on his seasonal debut. Uh, three hits, three earned runs, and walked four as well. Uh, struck out six. Um, he, is a, he is a strikeout batter. Um, Mikolas, again, I looked at the splits for this. Um, his road ERA was 5.65 last year. Relatively small sample size, only three starts, so don't read too much into that. But there were three great starts. Um, Peralta was undeniably rusty uh, on debut last week. He's better than that. I expect better than that. Now, um, I said good luck with that when I gave that line on minus 153. I've got this boxed on my list when I handicapped this about five hours ago. It was minus 135. Minus 135 to me is an acceptable price. Uh, minus 153... Um, isn't I wouldn't be giving out a minus one fifty three pick. So at this point, um, I'd, I'd be just leaving it. I mean, if if you can get something approaching a minus one forty on the Brewers, I might be talked into taking it or maybe parlaying it with something. Uh, but apart from that, at that price, it, it, I would be going with a no bet. Um, did you have any strong feelings on this? Yeah, speaking of the Braves, uh, Omar Navarez just hit a shot, so two nothing right now. Uh, but for tomorrow's game, uh, this is another dog situation here for me. I said it on the pod the other day with Munaf. I, I got to see more from the Brewers team in order for me to back them, and they still haven't shown that enough. They're only up two nothing right now, so. Until then, I'm going to be continuing to fade them. I love the lineup for the Cardinals, and they're going to be more well rested. I think. And I just love back in a team that's more rested. They got the day off yesterday. So I see a little more value in this spot. I needed a plus 135. I've seen a plus 140 at win bet with the Cardinals. So I'll take a stab at the Cardinals on the money line. Okay, more dogs. Dylan's enjoying, uh, enjoying the dogs on this Friday evening slate. Um, I'll tell you what Friday night's good for and what I certainly will be partaking tomorrow. I'm working tomorrow night. Uh, I am taking my casino to a wedding. Uh, and when I get back, I will have a Coors Light and relax and unwind. Busy Easter Friday. Uh, I've got the boys' soccer tournament tomorrow. I can't believe I've just said soccer. I think that's the first time in my entire life I've said soccer. Uh, you lot <laughs> are rubbing off on me. Uh, the boys got a football tournament in the morning. Uh, and then I'm off out to a wedding uh, tomorrow night. Uh, but yeah, I'll be switching off, uh, winding down and resetting myself with a Coors Light, uh, loads of stuff going on. Um, but I'll be grabbing a Coors Light. It's the only beer that is made to chill. I need to reset. I'll just open a Coors Light. It's mountain cold refreshment. It's crisp and refreshing. It's the Colorado Rockies. Perfect for a moment to unwind. It's the most 
perfect refreshing beer when I need to take a second for myself, and I very much will by midnight tomorrow, I reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart by going to CoorsLight.com slash SGP. That's CoorsLight.com slash SGP. Always remember to celebrate responsibly Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. The next game on the slate is a 8.40 Eastern first pitch. Um, this is a game that I like the look of. It looks like a, a fun pitching matchup. I did enjoy handicapping this one too. Um, the Chicago Cubs at the Colorado Rockies. Uh, Marcus Stroman going for Chicago and Herman Marquez going for the Rockies. Uh, lines are Chicago are the dogs at plus 117. Uh, Colorado minus 135. Over or under at nine and a half. Now, when I looked at this about five hours back, uh, it was 11. So whether that ever existed, I don't know. Because I had that written down and boxed off. Uh, but that shit might have sailed. Um, the two pitchers, Marcus Stroman, pitched five innings at the Brewers. Sorry, it's home to the Brewers last week. Uh, gave up one earned run on two hits while striking out three. Herman Marquez uh, pitched really well. Seven innings, uh, three hits, one earned and five Ks. My only handicap on this game was that 11 was too high. Uh, I think it was over-adjusted, but on the grounds that 11 doesn't exist anymore, uh, I'll walk that back. Uh, and Dylan, what did you have to say about this game? Yeah, you're not crazy. I did see an 11 pop up at DraftKings when it okay. opened up. <clears throat> so now I thought that was way too high. I set my total at 10.3. So at a 10, I'll slightly into the over. But if you're still able to get a 10.5 or 11, I would go under that. But... For me, I do like a side, and I'm going to go uh, with the Rockies. I think there's some value here. Uh, I, I like Stroman, but I think he's going to struggle in Colorado with the elevation factor. He's a ground ball pitcher, but he does get into some trouble sometimes. And at home, I think the Rockies can take advantage of him. The Rockies have been great at home, so I think the bats continue. And this year, I'm just like last year, at home, I'm going to um, – I'm going to back the Rockies, and on the road, I'm going to fade them. So they're at home. They're playing some really good baseball right now, and I'm just going to continue to ride them. I like the Rockies on the money line. Yeah, I heard you and Moonaf saying that exact same thing this morning uh, when I listened to your pod for the Thursday games, that, yeah, uh, Rockies at home. Uh, absolutely, why not? And, yeah, they've been um, more competitive and a little bit more feisty than, uh, than we thought they were going to be. So absolutely no issue with that at all. Uh, the next game is uh, the third pitching D uh, TBD uh, of the slate. So I've got nobody for the San Diego Padres, Dylan. Can you correct that? Um, let me. I'm looking right now at mine, and you said for the Braves. Yeah, I just have uh, Kyle Wright going for the Braves. I don't. Oh, actually, yeah. grow uh, Gore. Uh, Mackenzie oh, Gore McKenzie. is going to go. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so we can have a little look at that then. Um, a 9.40 uh, Eastern first pitch uh, in San Diego uh, where Kyle Wright does go um, for the Atlanta Braves and Mackenzie Gore. Uh, then I'd actually, now we've said that, I saw I got a little Twitter notification maybe about uh, 45 minutes ago. Uh, for that. So, 
Um, do you do you have any lines in front of you? Because when I handicapped this with it with a TBD, there was no lines still in. So if you have any, you can give us them. Yeah. So earlier, it has to be Mackenzie Gore has to be a fillet because when I saw it earlier in the day, I I saw Blake Snell going for the Padres, and if Blake Snell was going, I was going to be on the Padres in this spot, but. Uh, right now I, it's Mackenzie Gore. I have to do a little more research on him. He's, this is, he's getting his first start of the season, but Kyle Wright, he had a good first start. Uh, but I think this Padres lineup is much better than the lineup he faced in the red. So he might struggle a little on the road. And I made the Padres before this, a minus minus one thirty favorite. So, um, uh, quite a small lean to the Padres money line. I have to do a little more research on Mackenzie Gore. Well, yeah, this is a really exciting um, call-up for, for Mackenzie Goy. the the number 85 um, prospect on MLB uh, pipeline. He is the Padres' top pitching prospect. Uh, Blake Snell um, tweaked something uh, last Sunday, so they've just pushed his start back. So, yeah, been a lot of talk about Mackenzie Goy for a couple of years. Um, was good in spring training. Uh, had one start in AAA last week um, for... El Paso uh, pitched five scoreless. Yeah, so um, while I'm happy to take a, a watching brief in terms of having a bet on this, because I never got round to uh, handicapping something, so I don't want to throw something out. Uh, this certainly is something to, uh, to watch. It'll be um, watching these rookies um, pitch is always good fun. And Mackenzie Gold's been someone who's been a lot of noise about over the last couple of seasons, uh, whether or not they were going to get him. Uh, into the majors and they eventually do. So yeah, uh, maintain a watching brief on this one. Uh, but Mackenzie Go hopefully uh, will be someone worth watching. Uh, be interesting to see how he goes because uh, I think the the Padres could do with a little bit of help. You say Blake Snell's yet to convince. Um, you Darvish can get in the sea. I'm officially sick of him. Uh, so yeah, we'll see mm-hmm. how, how Mackenzie Go goes for that. Um, okay, we'll do one little ad read before we get to our final couple of games and um, our lock and dog picks. Let me tell you about Trade Coffee. Um, Trade Coffee connects customers to the freshest and best tasting coffee they've ever made at home by partnering with the country's best craft roasters. Independent businesses from big cities and small towns, Trade Customers are truly impactful for these independent roasters, often being the largest source of new growth. This is expert tasted coffee, 450 different kinds live and ready to ship every day. Uh, there's not a perfect coffee, but there's a perfect coffee for you in trade. Human powered algorithm will find it. Um, first match guarantee. Uh, trade are very confident they will match you right first time. If they don't, they'll take your feedback, and an actual coffee expert will work with you to send a brand new bag for free. So if you're interested in getting involved in Trade Coffee, and why wouldn't you uh, do it right now? We are offering new subscribers a total of $30 off your first order, plus free shipping when you go to drinktrade.com slash SGP. That's more than 40 cups of coffee for free. Get started by taking their quiz at drinktrade.com slash SGP and let Trade find you a coffee you love. That's drinktrade.com slash SGP. Okay, we have a couple of games to go. Uh, we are going to the Pacific Northwest. The Pacific Northwest next. That's tricky to say. 9.42 Eastern first pitch 
where Jake Odorizzi and the Houston Astros visit Marco Gonzalez and the Seattle Mariners. The lines are Houston are a slight favourite, minus 125. Uh, Seattle plus money, 107. Uh, I already think I know where you'll end up on this, Dylan. Uh, over or under eight and a half. Uh, I'll let you go first. In fact, I'll take you through the pitching numbers uh, from what the boys did last week. Uh, Odorizzi pitched four innings, gave up two on six hits, struck out two at the LA Angels. Uh, Marco Gonzalez uh, only pitched two innings at Minnesota uh, and gave up two earned on six hits. So uh, slightly concerning there. Um, but what was your uh, analysis on this one, Dylan? Yeah, um, I'm surprised where you think I'm going with this one. I'm going to take the Astros on the money line here. <laughs> I think they're, they're, they're the well-rested team. And the Mariners, they just got a big win today against the White Sox. Now they have to travel back home. I think they'll be a little worn out. I think this is a good uh, spot to fade the Mariners. And I like Jake Odorizzi, even though he didn't have the best start his first time out. I think the Astros bats, they come out to play. And I think we see a nice bounce back start from Odorizzi. So I'll take the road favorite here. I got it early at minus 112. Um, right now it's at minus 125. I like it up to a minus 133. Okay. Well, I thought you were going to take the Seattle Mariners. So I was completely wrong. Uh, I am going to take the Seattle Mariners on the money line. Now, mm. it's entirely po- it's entirely possible, Dylan, that I'm talking through my pockets here because Houston annoyed me last night. <laughs> yeah. As I said, that, that passive performance at the D-backs. Um, but also, uh, I've got a little bit more structured analysis than just they got on my nerves last night. Um, Jake Odorizzi had 26 um, starts last season. His road ERA was 4.53. Um Seattle haven't scored many runs. Uh, and like I said, the Houston bats were just passive last night. I couldn't quite work out what was going on. Uh, so I considered the under. Um, yeah, but I just do, I, I, I think while Houston haven't clicked and Seattle are going along okay. You see, a good win tonight. So maybe a little bit of momentum. I get the traveling stuff, but I think plus money against a competitive, uh, for a, a competitive Seattle team uh, was good enough to me. And now, yeah, I'm not a huge fan of order, is he? Uh, so it was a fear of him as as well. Uh, so Seattle plus 107 for me. Uh, the final game is the Cincinnati Reds at the LA Dodgers. This is a 10-10 um, Eastern uh, first pitch time. Uh, Vlad Gutierrez goes for the Cincinnati Reds and Tony Gonsolin for the LA Dodgers. Uh, Cincinnati are nearly... Two to one underdogs plus one ninety seven. Uh, hot favourites are the Dodgers at minus two forty. Uh, the overall under is at nine and a half. Uh, Gutierrez pitched four innings, gave up two on six hits, striking out four against Atlanta last week. Uh, Tony Gonsolin pitched three innings at Colorado, uh, gave up one earned run on five hits, striking out three. Um, Gutierrez Gonsolin not a particularly uh, inspiring. Or exciting matchup, Dylan. Did you have a strong lean? Yeah, I actually got the opening number on the total at 10, and I like that under. I set my line at 8.3. So even at a 9.5, I still like it. The Reds, they haven't been able to score many runs besides the past two games. Uh, and for the Dodgers, neither have they. Uh, Dodgers being at home as a big favorite, 
kind of see that in football when you have a big spread and a, and a favorite you kind of see a low scoring game. So I think that's the same thing in baseball. I think we see another low scoring game. I think the Dodgers win condensingly and I, I don't think they're going to score over 10 runs. So I'm diving under 10 or nine and a half, whatever you could get. Uh, we are finishing our handicap, Dylan, exactly how we started it. I have got boxed here under 10 at minus 105. Um, mm-hmm. Gutierrez uh, pitched with 3.8 ERA. Uh, on the road last year in 12 road starts. So I'm just hoping he can keep it tight. Uh, I do think the Dodgers win, but this could be something like a 4-1 game. Uh, I don't think they'll yeah. blow them out. Um, I think they'll they'll hold them at bay, uh, but I think sort of playing within themselves. And if, if Gutierrez can do okay, and uh, I am, if you've listened to the, to the MLB Gambling podcast uh, for a while, you'll know that Gutierrez has, has had quite a little bit of airtime. Uh, we've talked about him quite a few times. So I was happy to take the under 10 at minus 105, uh, and I will side with Dylan there. Um, and that, Dylan, has brought us to the end of the slate. Uh, fun handicapping all of those. Uh, but now uh, it is time. Lock and Dog uh, will let you lead off. Um, give us your two picks, please. All right. I'm going to start with my lock, and I'm going to go to the first game that we discussed in this slate. Bias pick, but I'm going to take the Mets on the run line. I think. Chris Bassett, I think he's pitching so well, even though it's a small sample size of one game. I think he's going to come out. He's going to shut the lights out for the D-backs. And the Mets, they've been hitting these past couple of games. I think they come back opening day. It's going to be some emotion there. And I'm getting a plus 120. I can't pass that up. So I'm going to take the Mets on the run line as my lock of the day. And as for my dog, Call me crazy, but I'm going to take a shot at the A's uh, at plus 180. Like I said earlier, the A's have cashed four times out of the last five as a plus 170 underdog. And I think the bookmakers are just off on this team right now. So they're going to continue to give us these big prices on the A's. The A's are continuing to hit. And why not? They'll upset the Blue Jays tomorrow. Give me the okay. A's. Um. The next time me and you do a pod together, I'm going to pick first because we took double dog the other night. Uh, we ended up on the same thing. And uh, the first thing you've just said there is you've taken my lock, the Mets run line. Well, I'm not giving out a double lock, uh, so I'm going to call an <laughs> audible. Um, uh, my lock is also going to be a dog. I'm going to take the Boston Red Sox at plus 105 uh, to Ooh. win that game at home against Minnesota. Um I, just, I think it's too big a price. Uh, I'm, I'm confident on this one. Uh, for my dog, I also thought you were going to pinch uh, the Cleveland Guardians at plus 145. Um, like Zach Prezak, uh, also like Carlos Rodon, but uh, just those two bad starts uh, in Cleveland for him last year. So, and I'm not sure about, about the Giants' lineup particularly. Uh, Cleveland, say, scored 46 runs so far. Uh, so a live home dog at plus 145. Uh, so that would be my two. Um, Dylan, that was fun. Anything else you need to tell the people before we crack up? No, uh, you guys can follow me on Twitter at rock with two Ks 24. Make sure you guys follow our uh, Twitter page, MLB Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Noah is doing a fantastic job over there, just building and building our follower base. So, Go follow there. I hand out all my free plays out on Twitter. And, you know, Malcolm, I'm a company man. Liverpool just advanced <laughs> yesterday. So I'm feeling mm. good. Um, 
going to crack open a Coors Light and finish. Hopefully I uh, win more of my bets tonight. Yeah, absolutely. Um, as per usual, folks, uh, like, rate and review uh, where you get your podcast from and download the SGPN app. Uh, that NBA contest, the 500 bucks is up for grabs as well, so why wouldn't you enter it? Uh, and don't forget the little uh, DraftKings competition, little DFS competition uh, that we have every night. So get in the Slack channel or uh, get involved on Twitter and you can get involved and play against all the DJs that you know and love from all your shows. Uh, Dylan, thank you very much. Uh, what are you doing this Easter weekend? What does uh, Easter in America entail? Uh, just family at the grandparents' house. Going to have mom, dad, sister, husband, the dogs, everyone. We're going to go take pictures, have an early dinner. And yeah, that's pretty much what we do here in America. Excellent. Yeah, we've got, I've got grandparents, but not my grandparents, my parents. But uh, yeah, we've got grandparent duty on Monday, a little family barbecue, which normally until uh, running away from the snow or something. Uh, so, yeah, that's going <laughs> on. But uh, busy busy day tomorrow. Hopefully, we, uh, me, and the, me and the little boys can ring that victory bell uh, after our soccer tournament uh, victory. So, uh, enjoy your Easter weekend, Dylan, uh, and you everybody well. listening. Thank you for listening. Uh, it's been a fun first couple of weeks to the MLB Gambling Podcast. Uh, we'll be back early next week. Um, thanks for listening, folks, and we'll see you down the road. Cheers. <laughs>